new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. Don't forget to listen to our huge interview with Jets head coach Robert Sala as a separate sub-segment to this podcast. So you click out of this one, click into that one. It's still connected to the uh, same episode, so you can hear it there. 30 minutes with uh, Robert Sala. Make sure you're listening to that. Also, subscribe, listen, and download. Do all that good stuff as well. I'm going to tell you what. Philadelphia fans, Cowboy fans are unbearable right now. My stomach hurts. I'm about to throw up in my own mouth just sitting here regurgitating and listening to all this. Man, you know what? It's too early in the morning for this. It it is. It is, Clarence. And you know something about being early in the morning since you were up at 6 a.m. sending out some tweet about the Eagles are on borrowed time, argue with your mama. The tweet went viral. The Spun wrote up an article on you based on this notorious haterade viral tweet you sent out about the Eagles. What do you have to say about yourself? I mean, the Eagles fans are so triggered these days. Triggered, triggered, <laughs> triggered. They get easily triggered by little old me. If you're so happy with yourself, why are you worried about what I tweet? My what? opinion. You know, the bottom line is this. Listen, clearly I stuck my foot in my mouth when Buffalo lost. I will admit that. But mm. watch, watch, you know, because I thought Buffalo was most people. I was not alone. Most people would say, yes, Eagles undefeated, but Buffalo was the best team in football, which is all I said. Mm. Pretty much all I said that mm. the Eagles were undefeated. Give them credit for being undefeated, but I don't think they're the best team in football. Most people would have had the Chiefs in Buffalo ahead of them, even though the Eagles were undefeated. That's pretty okay. much all I said. Okay, that's all you said. I got to look up borrowed time. Did you say borrowed time? Well, I mean, that, that means, that, 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 means, that, that, means that they're going to lose. Like, you remember when the Steelers were undefeated? Time means. You remember when the Steelers were 11 0 a couple years ago? And then they limped and, you know, it, it's, it was fool's gold. Ooh, Fugazi. Clarence basically called the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles Fugazi. Now, you know, as a guy on the outside looking in on this situation, right. I look at them and I say, you know what? What's the weakness of the Eagles? And I'm sorry. They can only play who's on their schedule, but they got a quarterback. They got two wide receivers. They got a tight end. They got running backs. They got a good offensive line, good defensive line, good linebackers, great defensive backs. Listen, I'm sorry. They ain't got no weakness. They're going to play who, who who's on the field with them that day, and they're going to adjust to whoever. And I'm sorry. The Cowboys can play defense. Yes, they can. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I got a better chance of winning the lottery today. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my Powerball tickets to, to come Again, through. Again, let, let me say this, and, I, and, I, and I'm the first. The goal is to win the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. It's, that, it's not to be acting no. It's not to look good in the regular season. If the Cowboys well know, regular season don't matter. Exactly. That's my I, I, point. They, That's they my well point. The regular season don't matter. Are we going undefeated? Are the Eagles going undefeated? No, they're not. That's Are they going to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl. Sometimes there's injuries. There's momentum. There's a lot of factors that come into play. There's a little bit of luck that come into play in winning the Super Bowl. There's no way. I thought when Nick Foles came in that year, we were done. He had that game against Oakland at home, stunk up the joint. So there's a lot of things that go into winning a Super Bowl. All I'm saying is this. Particularly Cowboy fans, to where every year y'all run up the stats 
The last three years, y'all done run up the stats against teams that ain't nothing. Talking about we're gonna do this every year. The Cowboys supposed to win the Super Bowl. Y'all win yeah. it. Oh, we winning the Super Bowl. I'm running right. running into Cowboy fans in the airport. Oh, we winning the Super Bowl. And then y'all get into the playoffs and stink up the joint. I think I had hair the last time y'all won a a, a championship game. <laughs> he, hey, he ain't lying. This is all of it is. <laughs> That was, that was 1995, uh, sir. How old were you? Hey, hey, yeah, exactly. hey, we know this. Hey, hey, we know this. We know the Cowboys not winning the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> There's so many things working uh, working against y'all. Maybe the fact that no team wins the championship when the quarterback takes up more than 19 to 20% of the cow. Maybe that your offensive line ain't as good as you think it is. Maybe Zeke got too many uh, neighbor rings and no rings in the ball anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, got, I got energetic about it because at the end of the day, everybody <laughs> like to bring the Cowboys up, but they never who we think they are. They never who they think they are. Mm. I know, I know who, who, I know who is who we thought they were. The Washington Commanders. Oh hey, yeah, hey, I mean, we, we don't got, we don't got, we don't got a franchise quarterback. We want a team picked to win the Super Bowl. We oh. have the fan base that see your line to ourselves. Like, we're a very honest fan base. So before we started this show, before we yeah. started this show, I gotta look this up because 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 Clarence said that he was an objective very reporter. Objective. Very that good. comment right there, Fred. I mean, uh, Clarence, you got a little triggered. It was just because Fred, no, like Fred, Fred, Fred made a comment and you came back with, well, we know who's not going to win it. The Washington yeah, Post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like to have fun. I like to poke the bear a little bit. It's, it's, it's all good. <laughs> okay, it? so Clarence, let me let me ask you this, Clarence. So let me ask you this, Clarence. Yes, sir. On any given Sunday, which team do you root for the most? It's a trick question, by the way. The Texas Longhorns. I don't really have a rule. In, in 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 the NFL, who do you root for the I most? I root for teams in the NFL. I watch football. It's my oh, job. Well, so, well, see, see that. See, the reason why that's a trick question, Clarence, is because why would you not root for the team that you write for? In any aspect, whether they win, no. you get more interest. If they no. lose, you get a lot of interest. So you should be rooting for that team. No, no, no. I, I root for good stories. I'm a journalist. I root for good stories. I for That's good right. Within, within the, speak the, up for journalists, Clarence. Speak up for journalists. Okay, right. I, okay. I That's cool. Thank you. I got a good story for you, Clarence. The, the Philadelphia Eagles are 8 0. Where's your article? That's a good story right now. Yeah. Where's your yeah, right. That's a good story. A lot of good stories in the, in the Hey, Justin Fields just went for 170. Where's your story? Your story's about the cowboy, Clarence. You're not objective. You are subjective. I'm, I'm very, yeah. Clarence, yeah. Clarence, yeah. Clarence, come off the ropes. Come off the ropes. It, first of all, certainly my focus is the Cowboys because that's the team I cover. I don't work for the Cowboys. My that's focus right. is the Cowboys. I'm a Cowboys beat writer. It's like I'm somebody who covers. Listen, let me finish this. It's like somebody, a journalist who covers the White House, okay? They right. cover the current president. That doesn't right. mean they support the president. It's their job to cover the president. That's and the right. Speak up for us, journalists. The presidency. The going right. zone of the presidency. My but, job is to cover the Cowboys in the going zone of that football team. Okay. Look, well, bad, oh, and lie, and, uh, lie, and hold on, hold on, hold on. break down. Listen, yeah. Clarence, yeah. I agree and I understand what you're saying. But before you were a reporter, you were a human being. You're rooting for somebody. Yeah, unzip that. All you got to do, Morris, is unzip that sweater, and it's a cowboy's undershirt under that sweater right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's Omega Sci-Fi. You see, that's what it's he's showing on the top right now. But listen, speak, hey, look, uh, Clarence, speaking of being a journalist, 
the Cowboys are coming out of the bye since, you know, you know, typically we go to headlines, but you guys just went right into it. But since you are here uh, as a reporter for the Cowboys, you're, you are coming out of the bye. You guys are facing the Packers, you know, who have had a, another uh, devastating loss here. I'm just curious, uh, what do you think of um, the Cowboys' readiness coming out of this bye? I know they're getting ready to have their installations on Wednesday, what have you, well, prepared yeah. relative to where the Packers are right now. Well, Aaron Rodgers is no longer the big bad wolf. You know, for the Cowboys, he's been a thorn in the Cowboys' side. You go back, he, he's always come up with magic against the Cowboys, going back to 2014, you know, 2016. Uh, he, he certainly has been a thorn in the Cowboys' side, especially in the playoffs. But Aaron Rodgers is finding out, like uh, a lot of other quarterbacks, number one, father time never loses. Number two, it's hard to win when you don't have any weapons. You don't have any big players around you. And, and certainly that's what's getting to the Packers. Packers team is three and six. Can mm. you believe that? They relax stuff don't matter. They need to panic. They three and six. Qanon Aaron, you know, you know, I think karma's coming down on Qanon Aaron without oh, You did not call him Qanon Aaron. That is not that common. real, okay? Uh, and the other thing about it is the, uh, the other thing about it, Joe Cena. This is Mike McCarthy's first trip back to Green Bay. Yes, I thought he was crying in the since, since he was fired in 2018. Uh, it, it means a lot to Mike McCarthy. The Cowboys. Uh, you know, this, this game means a lot to the organization and to Mike McCarthy. They're going in there trying to win and get a little payback for their head coach and run their record to 7-2 to keep up with those undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, well, God, good, please. I'm glad you brought that up, Josina, because I do have a question for our, our, our resident uh, multiple-year <laughs> veteran of the yeah. So, Fred, in a situation like this, in all seriousness, mm -hmm. when Green Bay – appears to be underwater right now. Um, things seem to be, you know, going off the rails a little bit. You do have a team such as the Cowboys coming to town. I think Green Bay just lost one of the best defensive players. Do you think that – how is the locker room in Green Bay right now rallying for such a game like this, do you think? First of all, they lost two of their uh, best players because I know Rashawn Gary got hurt and right. Eric Stokes, the corner, he also got hurt. Uh, this just is a beat-up team right now. Right now, these guys are already thinking about vacation. They are already thinking wow. about the offseason right now. Mentally, it's over, and it's, it has everything to do with Aaron Rodgers. Listen, I've repeatedly said this about the Green Bay Packers. The most overrated franchise in NFL history is the Green Bay Packers. No team, no team has 40 years of consecutive uh, all-pro quarterback and only to bring home two trophies. This is who they really are because they got their own approach. They like the homegrown guys because nobody in free agency really likes to go to Green Bay because it's only like 30 people that live there. When the game's going on, you can't even get gas because nobody's at the gas station. At the end of the day, it's over. The Cowboys are going in and inflict their will on them. But we know who the Cowboys is. The Cowboys is the bully at school. Right, they going to beat you up and beat you up and take your lunch money until you get up and give them a black eye. You know, that's a good point, Fred, because it's one thing I've said all along. It's the greatest upset in history that Green Bay has had Brett Favre and have Aaron Rodgers and both just won one Super Bowl. And, and mm -hmm. I know it's not easy to win Super Bowls, but when they won those Super Bowls, you I know I remember when Brett Favre won, I thought they're going to go back to back. The Cowboys they just finished their run. Brett yep. Favre won. You think they're going to go back to back. They won one. And mm -hmm. comes down to the AT&T Stadium wins it. They look good. Mike McCarthy's rolling. They have not been bad. That's no. With those two quarterbacks, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, as important as they are to the game and to get the Super Bowl, the fact that they only won one and never went back, that's that's shocking. 
Don't forget to listen to our huge interview with Jets head coach Robert Sala as a separate sub segment to this podcast. So you click out of this one, click into that one. It's still connected to the uh, same episode. So you can hear it there. 30 minutes with uh, Robert Sala. Make sure you're listening to that. Also subscribe, listen and download, do all that good stuff as well. Well, listen, uh, I appreciate that uh, spirit of conversation on the Cowboys. We'll see how the Packers do if they can rebound. Um, matter of fact, before I go to Monday Night Football, since we're just on that topic, let's just stay there for a second because, you know, obviously a lot of talk about OBJ uh, over the weekend, even though when I was talking to Von Miller, he brought up the Cowboys as a, you know, on o- OBJ's list or what have you. We know that NFL Network had reported that um, – OBJ is on the Cowboys radar and I know you were at the press conference the other day. So what are the Cowboys saying relative to OBJ, um, Clarence? Well, NFL Network was the only, wasn't the only person who reported that, but I, I, yes, I, I that feel is true. you. Uh, you know, but, I know uh, since I was one of them. We, we all reported that, but yeah. uh, you know, just, you know. Uh, yes, slap yourself. <laughs> the Cowboys certainly are interested in, you know, just my understanding of talking to people close to OBJ, he's interested in the company of the Cowboys. The thing that's trick, uh, tricky about this, Jerry Jones actually talked about his radio today about how o- Odell would look good when he started his helmet. You know, he openly talked about that. He's free agent. They can talk about free agents. Mike McCarthy, you know, talked about they've done their homework. They've talked to former coaches who've, who've uh, been with Odell, and they no one has no nothing bad to say about it. Everybody's blowing about Odell. They all love Odell as a player. So he's certainly someone fairly on the Cowboys' radar that they're looking to bring in. The tricky thing for me is that Odell wants a multi-year deal. He's, you know, we talked about this before. He's coming off ACL. You know, uh, he's 30 years old. Uh, he doesn't want to take a – he wants an Odell contract. He doesn't want the same minimum contract he got last year with the Rams. What do you pay him? There's going to be a, you know, obviously other teams involved in this, but how do you give him a multi-year deal to make him whole, give him the type of money he wants with him coming off ACL at 30 years old and not having seen him play? Well, and listen, and, and even in a conversation with, even in the, go ahead, uh, Fred. Mm-hmm. I pray that Odell don't waste a year of his career in Dallas. I, at the end of the day, if Odell wants to get a ring, he needs to come up here right off of 495 and play for the Baltimore Ravens and, and team oh, up with Lamar Jackson. I was about to say the Commanders. <laughs> man, come the on, man. No hey, receivers, though. They ain't going up to no receivers. Hey, oh, they, after, after last night, they see that they need to go out there receive. You need to get Lamar Jackson somebody that he can rely on, and not just somebody he can rely on, somebody that gets the attention of the defense. And if you get the attention of the defense, that's, 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 that's rule 101 on taking it to the next level and beat somebody. It ain't about how many catches Odell get. It's how many catches Odell opens up for likely. It's how many catches he opened up for uh, Dumabio. It's, it's just what he can do for a team, and I think – he would do well not going to down there to Dallas. Dallas ain't going to no Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? It's over with. Go to Baltimore. My biggest issue is how do you My biggest thing is how do you give him multi your deal? He, he wants Tyreek type money. He wants real money. No, no, no. We ain't get no. This is realistic, man. You don't go to a used car salesman and he tell you, I got to pay full price for this Tesla, and this Tesla got 700,000 miles on it. No, no, I'm no, not. No, hold on. But let me interject in there because obviously, you know, we talked about this even in my conversation with Von Miller. It is, it is very true that OBJ is very much considering the risk that he would have to incur if he comes back 
you know, in some sort of postseason run relative to if something were to happen, just like it did in the Super Bowl, February 13th, SoFi Stadium against the Bengals, and then he messes up his all his opportunity to try to get a multi-year deal for – you know, in the future. So the question then becomes, what's the best that team? That ain't none of their business. That ain't none of their business. Now, they they here in 2023, huh? That ain't none of their business. They don't care what Odell thinks. All right, they're going to no, sign but, but, it's, but, it's, but it's impacting his decision as to where he goes because – Everybody's uh, going to offer him a one-year deal. This is a prove-it deal. I'm sorry. This is a prove-it deal. Nobody's going to give him the security that he's going to – Clarence just told you why. He's 30 years old. He's coming off of ACL areas. Uh, the only team that's going to chase him right now is the team that want to use him in the playoffs. It's going to take him five weeks, one, to learn the playbook, two, to get in football shape. You're not seeing Odell the week 15, 14 yeah, really be Odell. Come back now. He could also wait till March. He could wait till the new league year when his leverage is higher, the ACL stronger, and and, and he can you know get into but, the But guess what? Uh, okay. Six months, people forget about you real quick in the NFL. Because it's a new batch of guys. Hey, it's a new batch of guys coming out cheaper, younger, and faster every year in the draft, baby. No, Don't no stop. No one is forgetting about OBJ, especially the after that. Receivers are like, in the Super Bowl. Morris, like what is the best the team, though? Down with us. Everybody got one. There's everybody got a receiver. Everybody got one. He, he, he can maximize his money in March, but he needs to show he can play. He needs to show he's healthy. Okay, but Morris, what is the best team now when you see relative to what's going on um, with some of these teams? You saw the – what we saw right. the Packers lose, you know, so now they're what, uh, three and six. We saw the Bills lose, so now they're what, six and uh, six and three. You know, we saw the the Chiefs win. So what team? We see, we see the Cowboys kind of in there, obviously coming off of a bye. Right. So relative to how this week went in games, what do you now think is the best scenario for OBJ? First, let me go back and say this. Last year when Odell was available, I said that he should have gone to Green Bay instead of the Rams. I was mm. wrong about that. I was wrong about that, so I'll point that Why? out. Why? Why were you wrong? Because he went to the Rams and they won a Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. but could he have yeah. not also potentially won a Super Bowl and had that impact in Green Bay and maybe not well, have torn the ACL? The, I'm just the, curious. The, 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 best, the best predictor of the future is the past, and, and Green yeah. Bay has had a problem getting out of the playoffs despite how yeah. they do the regular season. Yeah. So I was wrong about that. He went to the Rams and won a Super Bowl. Right now, I will have to agree with Fred Smoot. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I like the fit of Odell in Baltimore. They have, oh boy, they got Roquan patrolling that defense. Now, and then you got, then you got Deshaun Jackson over there. You put, mm -hmm. you put Deshaun over there. You put Odell over there and your mm -hmm. primary focus is the run. Mm -hmm. I think you pretty good production out of, uh, out of, uh, out of Odell in that, in that team. I, I like the Baltimore Ravens, especially we come, we're in the winter now. We're coming up. So what about the Bills? Yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm just not a fan of the Bills right now. I mean, You're not right a fan now, of the six and three Bills? Uh, I'm sorry. I think there's a report of a nerve injury potential with yeah. the quarterback Josh Allen. We don't know, we don't know, we don't know definitively. Yet. How are you going to have a potential nerve injury in your multiple team? You know, Baltimore is a team that is not predicated just solely on the pass. They're more predicated on the run, leaving more space for Odell and Deshaun. I like Baltimore. I think Fred's right about that. Can, can okay, I well, first of all, when you're thinking about can the production, go ahead, go ahead, you guys are bringing up a team that's not in the running. That's not one of the suitors. Baltimore is not a suitor. You don't know that, Clarence. You don't know that. You don't know that. How do we know that? The Giants, the Cowboys, the 49ers, those are the suitors. But, but, but I, mean, I, I understand the, the mindset 
Baltimore is not in the running. So why are we bringing that Let up? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me you know, players don't know they're reporting that bad ass news. You don't know that Baltimore. Uh, last night, Baltimore, Baltimore saw last night we need to add one more element to this offense and we can make a playoff run. Did you not hear Morris say they just got Raekwon Smith on defense? They just sold it up and found their defense. Oh, yes, they will be a dangerous team when it comes to the wintertime because it's all about running the ball in the playoffs. And you add a receiver like that, yes, and he'll get to play and work his way back in shape without somebody needing him to be their number one wide receiver. He'll just be a piece to the puzzle. Well, exactly, which he doesn't, which he will not have that stress of, of carrying the load. But let me ask you this, Clarence. A good question for you is this. At one point, at one point, was it not reported that Deshaun Watson was not interested in going to the Cleveland Browns? Yes, but okay. Then but, what happened? Let me finish. Then what but, happened? But, but the Browns were always in the running. They were no, one no, of the schools. No, no. At okay? one point, it they was were reported. part of the conversation. At from the one beginning. point, they were not in the running because Only the city was not going to go there, and they stepped because up because of the money. the money. They changed the money exactly. They the, but That's they were exactly in the, the conversation. Point. They were in the conversation from the beginning. Baltimore's but, never been in this conversation. But you don't I, have to be in the conversation. You don't have to be in the conversation uh, uh, yesterday to get in it today. Exactly. Thank you, Fred. Come on now, Clarence. We know well, you know, you're going to be a homer. Well, I, hold on. I just want to say this, guys, relative to the Bills. When you look at this, this, you know, kind of the drop off after Stephon Diggs, I feel like OBJ slots in there relative to the other assets and kind of, you know, uh, you know, making himself, you know, just more useful as far as the necessity there, you know, with the Chiefs, you've got, obviously, you've got Travis Kelsey, but you've got, uh, you got Juju, you got uh, Valdez Scantling or what have you a little bit harder. I think, you know, the Cowboys is not bad if you want to trust, you know, Dak Prescott. I know trusting and putting his career Listen. and trusting the quarterback is a big thing for him. But Listen. as much French mood as you keep saying it's not realistic, I'm telling you, and Clarence I'm, is right. I know this. I'm going to talk to him as well. I'm, you know, getting this. a multi-year deal is definitely the preference relative to the risk that hey, hey, preference is different than reality. Perception and reality are two different things. He perceives himself as that. Yes, you are number one receiver. But I'm right. sorry, you are hurt, and you coming back, and whoever getting you, they getting you as a luxury piece. They not they not getting you as a true necessity. And I, last time I checked, the Cowboys ain't got but seventy three cent. Under the cap, what they gonna pay you? Don't forget to listen to our huge interview with Jets head coach Robert Sala as a separate sub segment to this podcast. So you click out of this one, click into that one, it's still connected to the uh, same episode, so you can hear it there. 30 minutes with uh Robert Sala, make sure you're listening to that. Also, subscribe, listen, and download, do all that good stuff as well. Let's let's go ahead and move into our huddle topic.